that like a boss, boss, boss. Live from Smitty1.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Take a lap. Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Kyler Murray. I know we talk a lot about the same names over and over, but but guess what? It's smoke season. These players are in the news more than anybody else, and I think it's very important and vital that we talk about them. Even if we're beating a dead horse in some cases, it's, it's NFL draft season. It's smoke season. It's lying season. It's exaggeration, exaggeration and posturing season. And Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, Kyler Murray, D.K. Metcalf, Scary Terry McLaurin. Uh, a few other names get tossed around. Sometimes Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you still hear rumors about potential uh, trades involving quarterbacks or, or just draft day trades. We'll talk about as much as we can. We'll take voice uh, voicemails and go over everything humanly possible in the next uh, 58 minutes. Let me start off with the A.J. Brown phone call to Debo Samuel that everybody's been talking about today. It is not new. The phone call was like several days ago, if not longer. And the phone call was, I I don't want to play it on air, but the phone call was as such. It goes similar to the fact, uh, it goes similar to these, this, uh, this line of, of, of like order of have had unveiled. Okay. So you got AJ Brown saying he got offered $20 million basically to play for the Tennessee Titans and AJ Brown saying, no, thank you. You have Debo Samuel responding to him on the phone call saying, I didn't even, I didn't even get an offer. And, and some people are taking that in a way that Debo didn't receive an offer lately or did he not officially get it but they talked about it we don't really know the details but there's a lot of speculation today specifically that Debo Samuel is like refusing to come to the table and he he doesn't even want an offer anymore and 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 while there's probably some some truth to that um there's probably some some truth to uh let me let me pull this up here and, and put it on screen this might shed a little bit of light on it uh, this individual right here, uh, Jeff Darlington, interviewed Debo Samuel, and Debo Samuel said that he wanted out. Now, assuming this report in this interview was accurate, everything that Darlington's saying, um, who's on ESPN, so we're going to take him for his word, that he Debo basically told him, I want out, I want out. I'm not disputing that Debo wants out at this point. The only thing that I dispute is that Debo caused this problem, and when Reporters say that the Niners are uh, sitting there at the table with pen in hand. That is a very probably, and this is my prediction at this point, because we don't, a lot of people don't know anything. There's very few things that have tangibly been said by Debo Samuel, specifically that he is doing this, he's doing that. A lot of it's relayed, and even in the case of Darlington, we don't fully know like what was said. But he told him that he wants out. Okay, so let's believe that that's true on his face. Why? Why does he want out? Does he want out because he's a difficult guy that didn't want to fix the problem? Or is he tired of playing the song and dance and, and that, that Shanahan and Kyler are doing where he knows they're not coming to the table with a, a legitimate offer right now? Maybe they're lowballing him. The fact that A.J. Brown said, I'm getting paid 20 
and Debo's response wasn't something like, oh, well, actually, I was getting more than that, or we've talked about more than that, or the fact that age, that Debo's response was, I didn't even get an offer, means that Debo didn't even get $20 million, uh sent his way by the, the 49ers. So I'm, I, I, I honestly don't buy into the current theme right now that is now angled at Debo. I know everyone thinks I'm defending Debo for... Some people say I'm a closet Niner fan. I'm not a Niner fan. I'm not a Niner fan. I'm a Cardinal fan. And I'm critical of Kyler. So if I can be critical of Kyler but not be critical of Debo, I'm emphasizing that I am bias-free. I know some of you think I've got all this bias and I just dig in and I'm I'm all about... Like, I'm not even a Niner fan. I talk about the Niners a lot right now because A, they're in the news. I am on a Niner show, but that's not relevant to the, the YouTube channel. I don't bring that over to the YouTube channel very often. Sometimes I have my boy RSF 49ers, Dr. Raj on, and when we, he comes on, we talk Niners. He's a Niner, he's a Niner page. He's got 185,000 followers on Instagram. Go follow him. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday. But I don't bring the Niners to my show uh, by design. They're in the news. They're in the news. I'm not going to not talk about Debo today because I'm going to get four or five comments that say, Hey, Smitty's talking about the Niners again. This is a Niners show. It's not. I rarely talk about the Cardinals unless it's Kyler Murray news. I am not biased. I'm not an NFC West show. I'm not. I talk about what's relevant right now, and I don't care what anybody thinks about that. That's my style. I'm never going to change. I'm not creating content for one individual. I'm creating content for everybody that wants to consume the hot topics and what's going on around the NFL. And right now, Debo's in the news more than any other player in the NFL. I'm going to talk about it probably every single day. You'll probably see his picture in some part of my graphic for the show every single day for the next couple weeks maybe until the NFL draft and then things go away but even if he gets traded they'll be talking about what's his new situation is he in Detroit is he in New York it's gonna be a hot topic but I'm here to tell you I don't fully buy into the narrative that's being painted about Debo right now it's not me defending him I actually was a little probably critical initially when he did scrub his social media saying here he goes doing the Kyler thing but honestly, every single thing that comes out against Debo doesn't match up with what my brain's telling me in the logic. Because, yeah, maybe he's saying, don't even make me an offer. Maybe he said those words, but what's the context to those words? Nobody has those. Everybody's just saying Debo's being difficult. He doesn't want to be signed by the Niners. Why do you think he said, don't even send me an offer, just trade me? Because he's tired of waiting, is my guess. And this is my guess. And this is my... Again, I, I rip on Schefter sometimes for for injecting his opinion. Well, I'm all opinion. I'll I'll take a fact and then give you my opinion. Uh, news breaks, whether it's fact or not, I'm going to give you my opinion on it. I'm going to tell you whether I think that news that's supposedly fact, fact is probably false or why I think it's probably correct. That's my show. That's my show. You know what you're getting into every time you load my video up. Every time you watch a live stream, every time you look at any of my content, it's me trying to assess the situation. I'm telling you right now, Debo Samuel is being painted in a light that I don't agree with. Debo Samuel is this diva right now who scrubbed his social media. That's what everybody thinks. Granted, that didn't start things off in the right with on the right foot with fans. Okay, scrubbing. We just got through ripping on Kyler Murray. 
NFC West player doing that, and then all of a sudden Debo does it, and you're like, hypocritical of me to not be extra critical and critique Debo when he did the same thing we ripped Kyler for, right? I understand it. I understand it. If you want to be mad at Debo and say he's handling this badly, that's your opinion, and I can understand the argument. I don't think he's handling it badly. I think Debo Samuel is in a corner by himself in this situation, and everybody's beating beating up on him. The fan base is beating up on him. The team is not coming to his aid. This man is literally getting blasted, getting uh, threats, getting uh, racial slurs thrown his way, and the team isn't addressing them at all. The team hasn't come out and said, hey, you know what? We haven't offered him a deal yet, so leave Debo alone. Or, hey, actually, this is the case here. No, they sat back and watched Debo's character get attacked. They've watched... Uh, a lot of unrest developed along social media lines and in the, the, the media spotlight and haven't done anything about it. I believe, of course, Debo Samuel wants to get the bag. Of course he does. Of course Debo Samuel is going to negotiate and play hardball and try to use every tactic he can. If you think you wouldn't do that, you're lying. Because I would do that, you would do that, we would use every tool at our disposal when our contract was up or we were a year out, which is the norm, everybody stopped saying the old, oh, why don't you play your whole contract out? That's not how it's done. Okay, so accept it. The NFL, in your final year, you can, if you played well the year prior, get a contract negotiation that's par for the course. If you don't do that and you stand on principle, oh, I'm going to play my contract out because I signed a contract, then you're going to get screwed because everybody else is going to play the other game. It's like driving with traffic, okay? You can go to the speed limit or you can drive with traffic and play the game everybody else is playing. I'm not telling you to speed. Uh, <laughs> go to the speed limit. Go to the speed limit. I'm merely telling you that Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel probably got tired of playing the game. Debo Samuel knows that there's no contract on the table and the media says the Niners want to sign him. The Niners don't want to sign him. The Niners want... Think about this logically, guys. Use your own brain and logic when determining whether Debo Samuel's doing what the media is painting him in, 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 do, in doing. Think about it. Use your logic. If the, if the Niners wanted to sign him, they would have already offered him a legitimate offer. These reports that Debo Samuel doesn't want an offer now and he wants to walk away and the Niners are waiting with a pen in their hand at the table, they're false. In my opinion, they couldn't be more false because think about it logically. If you were to want to sign a player you would sign that player before the value kept climbing up and up and up. The moment Christian Kirk signed his deal, you knew things were going to continue to go upward. Every single contract that gets signed, Debo gets more expensive. If you were truly wanting to sign Debo earlier than your normal process, and the Niners wait until July and August to renegotiate contracts every single time, okay? So if you look at the historical trending, they aren't going to sign Debo. They haven't wanted to sign Debo right now. Maybe they're forced to to fix this situation. That's what we all hope happens. But the Niners historically do not address this stuff until August or July. So these reports that the Niners are trying to make him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL are completely garbage in my opinion. 
And I feel very confident in saying that. Could the Niners come around tomorrow? This is where uh, this is where a bunch of of um, Tuesday morning quarterbacks come in and say, Smitty, you're wrong. If the Niners offer him a big deal tomorrow and solve this problem, people will say, yeah, the Niners didn't want to offer him a deal. I really believe they don't. I believe they may be forced to do so. That may happen in order to salvage the situation and repair it and get rid of the unrest and get the, 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 the rapport between Debo and Lance going and start getting this offense cranking out. You're going to absolutely see. You're going to... Ziggy, show me the front door. Who's at my door? Sorry, I don't know that. Oh, my God. Ziggy, show me the front door. Okay. Who's at the front door? Who's at Casa de Smitty? The mailman. Ziggy, off. Debo Samuel, I guarantee you, did not get a legitimate contract offer. The evidence, the only tangible thing we have to go on is the phone call. And if you got offered $20 million even that, that A.J. Brown got. A.J. Brown said I got offered $20 million. A.J. Brown got, got spat on. That's a, that's a disgraceful offer. A.J. Brown, $20 million a year. A.J. Brown, $20 million a year. Debo was on the phone call. You can, you can YouTube it. Look on Twitter. It's all over the place. Debo's reaction was, I didn't even get an offer. Had Debo Samuel received $20 million or more, he would have responded. His response was a lesser response than $20 million a year. Use your brains, people. It's right in front of us. Yet everyone's crapping on Debo Samuel. There's no evidence whatsoever that the Niners offered Debo Samuel something even as insignificant as 20 million a year that AJ Brown got. Now maybe they talked about it. Maybe they told him a rough idea of what they might get him, which is what made Debo Samuel stand up and scrub his social media. Think about it logically. Debo came off an amazing year. Debo was in love with his situation. He was getting the ball like crazy. He carried his team to the NFC uh, championship. This was a phenomenal year for Debo. He was excited and motivated to get to work for 2022. The Niners dragged their feet. Debo Samuel at first was quiet. Debo Samuel then stood up from the negotiating table and walked out. Debo Samuel scrubbed his social media. Clearly Debo Samuel was A, not getting any offers or B, getting offers that were more disgraceful than the A.J. Brown offer. Plain and simple, that's why we are where we're at right now. And for all these ESP, they're all coming from ESPN too. They're all coming from ESPN and reporters on ESPN that say that the Niners want to make them one of the highest paid wide receivers in the NFL. That the Niners are trying to offer them a contract. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Debo Samuel wouldn't be doing what he's doing if the Niners were wanting to pay him before July or August or even have detailed conversations. It's absolutely ridiculous. And maybe you don't think Debo's worth $25 million a year. Maybe you think $20 million is a lot for Debo Samuel. Honestly, it doesn't matter the yearly price. It matters the guaranteed money, which Deshaun Watson changed the game for. So Debo Samuel, does he deserve Christian Kirk money? 
Uh, he does. Does A.J. Brown deserve Christian Kirk money? Absolutely. Christian Kirk doesn't even deserve Christian Kirk money. But you can't pay A.J. Brown $20 million a year. You can't do it. you got to give him at least $50 to $60 million guaranteed. So call it $20 million a year times three years guaranteed a fourth-year option that's team-friendly to the, to, the, to the team. Give Debo and A.J. Brown guaranteed money that makes them feel better about $20 million a year. But everything that I'm hearing sounds like Debo Samuel didn't even get offered the $20 million a year that A.J. Brown walked away from. So here we are. A.J. Brown disgruntled. Where is he going to go in 2022? He can't really go anywhere. He doesn't have control of his situation. He's disgruntled. But guess what? The Titans are the least likely team of the four players that are looking for new homes or new contracts. DK. DK's not necessarily looking for a new home, but a new home is maybe being... He, he's the most likely to get traded, and he's not even requesting a trade. He probably is the most likely to get a new deal because if he gets traded, he'll get the new deal once he's traded. So DK Metcalf handling things quietly, and that's where some of your arguments of Debo's handling it wrong, DK Metcalf's handling it right, DK Metcalf might get a new deal. But the the real reality is that DK Metcalf is more likely to get traded because his team isn't built to win right now. Debo Samuel, his team isn't built. His team is built to win right now. Whether you disagree or agree with that, it is win. It is built to win now. The Niners are not in a a position of wanting to get rid of him. They probably don't want an unhappy player on roster. I I firmly believe that that's how a lot of teams see things these days. That's why a lot of players that are disgruntled get traded. It's not like in the past where it's like tough luck, get back on the field, and players never get their way. Players, for whatever reason, are getting their way more and more because social media is bigger. You can create more unrest before a player could hold out and then he come back. Now a player could hold out, cause a stink, and create drama times 100 because social media is such a, an easy way to manipulate situations, hence why everyone's down on Debo right now, attacking Debo. It's 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 craziness right now. AJ Brown probably could force a trade if he was unhappy enough, but the Titans have the most to lose by getting rid of their star wide receiver because they feel, whether you agree or not, they're positioned really, really well to win in 2022. I think they will they will fall short. I don't think they even have a shot at making the big dance, but they believe they do. They're not gonna want to trade AJ Brown. They will not that AJ Brown can't get traded. He could. But the Titans will be the most resistant to making A.J. Brown deal and sending him elsewhere. However, however, I do not believe that A.J. Brown will be traded. But any team can make an offer that the, the Titans or any team can't refuse. Debo Samuel, in my opinion, is very likely to get traded at this point. What's very likely? I would say a little over 50, you know, I was 50-50 yesterday. I'd say maybe 60% likely to get traded, 40% likely not to get traded. But that could waver and go back to the 50-50 or, uh, you know, as soon as the draft passes, then Debo is no longer going to get traded. The Niners don't want to trade for unknown future draft capital. The Niners want tangible picks that they they can hold on to, the 4, the 10, uh, get a bunch of, you know, get a get a, a mid-first rounder and a, a future first or whatever. They want tangible draft capital that can get them players to win now. If the draft passes, we have less than a week now for a Debo Samuel trade to happen. If it doesn't happen, that 50-ish percent, 60% chance of him getting traded 
goes down to almost zero the moment the draft is over, the moment the first round is over, really. So Debo Samuel, high likelihood of getting traded, yeah, maybe 50% to 60%, but it goes to zero right after the draft. It's a very short window. Same thing with A.J. Brown. Same thing with D.K., same thing with McLaurin. No one's likely getting traded after day one of the NFL draft. McLaurin is very likely to be moved, in my opinion, a little over, you know, uh, each individual, like not not all four of the wide receivers are on the move, but if you break down each of them individually, I would say the indi- the the separate and, and, and not related to the other wide receiver per- projection for me would be like, around 40 to 50% chance that McLaurin gets traded or, or very close to getting traded. There's talks, whether they fall through or not, but there's a 40% chance, in my opinion, totally subjective, totally totally guesswork uh, uh, percentage and guessing right here that, that they try and deal them and there's an active you know talk and then whether it goes through or not, that's a whole other thing. AJ Brown, I feel like it's like a 20 or 30% chance that the team actively and almost trades them or, or trades them. Debo Samuel, it feels 50-50 right now. Very, very 50-50. DK, I feel like DK is like 60% chance of getting traded or in a very heated negotiation that may or may not uh, follow through because I think Seattle blew it up already. Why sign a guy like DK who's got one year left? You don't want to lose him next year. Why sign a guy like DK to a huge big contract when the offense isn't at that level yet? Why not start building with young rookies, get a couple first-rounders for him, whatever, and start building your team up so that your quarterback and your offense matches your rookie wide receiver. So I think they are very tempted to move him. And don't believe a thing that Pete Carroll says, because Pete Carroll said that Russell Wilson wouldn't get get traded. Less than a week later, Russell Wilson was traded. Take Pete Carroll's comments with a, with, don't even take them with a grain of salt. Don't even, don't even absorb them at all, because Pete Carroll will say whatever. Um, We've got a couple super chats here in the building here. Appreciate you, uh, Jose, dropping a super chat. Thank you very much. If you've got a question, ask it, Jose. Let me see if you, you asked a question below that super chat because you didn't attach anything. Um, definitely let me know if you've got a question. Appreciate you dropping that. Spacula dropping a super chat. 49ers have proven they can draft wide receivers. They will draft someone four to five years younger than Debo, save a ton of cap space, and get an additional pick. It's not a bad move. Like, I'm not opposed. Like, people are very... It's very, very funny how people look at the situation as to how I'm reporting it and they try and predict what I think because trying to predict what I feel is different than me tearing apart a piece of news that I see that I don't feel is accurate whether I feel very parallel with my overall opinion and the piece totally different like for me to say Debo Samuel may be done wanting to be in San Francisco Let me make that abundantly clear. I do believe the part of the reports that say Debo is no longer wanting an offer, he's done. I believe those could be true. But how we got here and that the Niners are sitting there, the other part of the same argument that people are using, I'm detaching that part from the argument. The other part people are trying to attach to it and say it's one and the same is that the Niners are waiting with the pen in hand. Where's my pen? The Niners are waiting with a pen in hand, ready to ink a deal, and they want to make him, quote-unquote, the one of the highest-paid wide receivers in the league. Do you think Debo Samuel would have passed on that when he was happy with the team, wanting to stay with the team? Do you think Debo Samuel was going to pass on an offer that was going to make him one of the highest-paid wide receivers in the league? The phone call that was leaked 
that had A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel talking. Debo said, I wasn't even offered $20 million. So, what is everyone talking about? Why is everybody on ESPN acting like the Niners are at the table? They're not at the table. And that doesn't mean Debo's not fed up. I believe Debo is fed up. But Debo's fed up because one part of the story is being told accurately. The other part is being kind of pieced together because we think this is probably how it goes based on Debo's reaction. But no one's taking into account that Debo's probably tired of the song and dance that seems obvious to me that the Niners are probably dropping on Debo's situation. We don't aren't ready to sign you yet, or here's a really bad offer. Uh, one example, Eric, Eric uh, Davis said on our sh- on the quad box when we were, we we're talking to him about it, uh, former NFL player, that that if you're going to sign early, if you want your money now, it's going to be our terms and a lower offer. If you want to wait, we can make it work probably with what you want. That could be the approach the Niners are taking. It's an understandable approach, and I do understand that some people are saying Debo's done it for one year. You shouldn't give him the bag after one year. I, I disagree a little bit, and I understand the stance at the same time. Number one, Debo did do one full year, but he did have a good rookie year. He has only played the three years. He looks promising uh, in some total. And I think that if you watch Niner games last year, you know what, what for a certainty that Debo Samuel is worth the money to the Niners. Maybe if he goes to Detroit, you don't get even close to the same Debo Samuel production. And I admit that. But to the Niners, he is worth the money. What we saw every single game, week in and week out, you don't trip and fall into 1,700 total yards. You don't trip and fall into the year and the explosiveness and the game-changing ability and the carrying his team on his back, marching them back from what what was a 2-5 and or a 3-5 and record into an NFC Championship game. You don't trip and fall or have a one-year wonder type season and do that. So yeah, you can use the, oh, he's only done it one year uh, stance if you want. And I understand it. I'm not mad at it. You're not taking a lap for it. But I'm going to use my eyeballs. And my eyeballs tell me that Debo Samuel earned an extension and that, that the Niners are better with him. Are they going to be okay in terms of the entire offense and team in the end, you know, two years from now, if they get Olave or they get Christian Watson, and then they also get a top four, top 10 pick from the Jets. So let's say the deal is the number 10 overall and a future first rounder, or the 10 overall and a couple second rounders. Now you take the existing second rounder that the Niners have. I believe the pick is 61. You couple it with another one or two second rounders. You move up into, into, let's say, the Cardinals 23 overall pick. And you take Olave. You take Traylon Burks. You take Christian Watson at the end of the first round. Whatever. And you get yourself at number 10 overall, a Stingley or a Sauce Gardner or a Hutchinson or whatever. You get yourself one of those defensive game changers. And then you have Olave. Will the team be okay? Yes. Could they be better in time? Absolutely. Debo isn't necessarily better than the, than that scenario. He's not. I'm telling you right now. You could argue either side. But do the Niners, should they pay Debo? Yes. Should they have already paid Debo? Yes. Are we here because of the Niners? Yes. 
Kyler Murray doing all the right things right now. Kyler Murray, we're not calling him Juice Box anymore. Kyler Murray is keeping his head down. He's doing exactly what we said he needed to do over and over on the show. He said he wants to play for the Cardinals. He wants to win Super Bowls for the Cardinals. Part of me thinks he's saying uh, saying all this to just like, okay, he realized he, he handled it wrong. And, and the Cardinals said, we're not paying you this year. We're picking up your fifth-year option. We're not paying you next year. And then after your two years more with us, we'll address your contract because you haven't showed leadership. My guess is that the Cardinals really wanted him to just say, okay, thank you. I'm going to I'm gonna try harder and do it for one year and give him the extension next year. They could give him the extension at the end of the, the, the offseason or after the draft if he shows maturity and leadership and they really like what they see and they get scared about the cost that they're going to have down the road with quarterback signings, sure. But at the same time, everybody says they're afraid to lose Kyler. You can only be so afraid to lose Kyler. Like, he could walk away at any moment. You could give him a guaranteed contract, and if walking away is what you're worried about, he's going to walk away. Like, you, like he'll less likely to walk away if you're giving him bank, but he could still walk away. Like, you can't be worried about Kyler walking away. That can't be... You can't approach contract negotiations because a player might quit and go try and fail to play baseball. You just can't approach negotiations or your team that way. So take that out and throw it. That's not something we're looking at. What we look at is, are we scared that Kyler Murray will command so much money later, we got to ink him now? Yes and no. The reason no is he's not like Debo or A.J. Brown or Scary Terry McLaurin or D.K. Metcalf, where these guys have one year left on their deal. One year left on their deal. That is traditionally when you negotiate a contract extension. It's widely accepted in the league. It doesn't mean you're a diva. How you go about it could paint you as a diva, like so many are trying to paint Ky- uh, Debo Samuel. And for you know, for arguable reason, the way he's handled it, you could say he could handle it better. Whatever, I could get behind that. I, I suppose if you want to argue that. But Kyler has two years left on his contract. He has this year and his fifth year option. Then he can be franchise tagged. Then he can be franchise tagged again. I just told you four years that the Cardinals have Kyler Murray locked up for four years. A running quarterback that's probably got a shorter shelf life than the average quarterback because of the amount of times he runs and because of how small he is and because he hates taking hits and he can't throw outside. He can only throw outside the pocket. Kyler Murray, I just mapped out how the Cardinals are not even worried about losing him for the next four seasons. A running injury probably likely quarterback four or five years from now getting banged up i just told you four years locked up i just painted it out this year next year he gets paid 29 million by the way and and he can't hold out he can't hold out not to mention i don't think he can even quit and go play baseball i need to have somebody on here to break down his contract that knows the contracts in the ins and outs of it but i believe if i'm reading his contract right and i could be reading it wrong i'm admitting that he gets like four or five million this year if i remember correctly and I'm, I'm going off of my memory too. I think it's like four or five million he gets paid this year. But I believe a signing bonus of ten million dollars or eleven was given to him in advance that was earmarked for this current offseason. So does he return that that signing bonus if he walked away? Does it cost Kyler Murray sixteen million dollars to walk away, not four or five like everybody keeps saying? That I don't know for sure. I'd love to have somebody on here to talk about it. So I'll look into that. I'll try and get Tony the Tiger on here 
talk about the legalities of that contract. But to me, from what I'm seeing, it's not just four or five million that Kyler would miss by sitting. Kyler is not sitting. 82 people in the building, and and Terry says only 41 likes. Terry's not happy, people. He's wearing his The Fantasy Football Show mask, trying to tell you that he is not feeling like we are hitting the thumbs up quite enough. Smash it. Hit it. Or as Terry says, match it. Do it. Uh... Debo wants to win, not to, uh, not to the Jets. The Jets, look, if I have to predict Debo's landing spot, it's New York because they have the draft capital and they have the desire. This team was all over Tyreek Hill. They wanted Tyreek Hill bad. They wanted Tyreek Hill bad. A Jet-sweeping running back, a guy that can get carries, catch the ball, speedy, knives all over the field, knife, you know, can can play any position, can line up anywhere. You, you can get a quarterback out of trouble with a guy like this. Look at how Jimmy G looked with with Debo. So Tyreek Hill, Debo, same same kind of player in a way, even though they're very different in terms of their their direct skill sets. Like Tyreek Hill is a, a fast speedster, world champion, track star. Debo's not, but in the in the sense they both are utilized in jet sweeps and they run the ball and they knife all over across the field a lot of a lot of seven yard slants that they could turn into 50 yard runs so I, I understand that they aren't the same skill set wise entirely but they're very similar in terms of how they can impact an offense and a scheme so do you think the Jets aren't the most willing to overpay they absolutely are not to mention I mean Debo Debo would have to be willing to sign a contract extension for this team to want to make the trade like he doesn't have he doesn't have the ability to say no to the trade, but I mean this guy has the ability to to make it to where teams like we're worried about making the trade for him. So he has a little bit of of, of ability to control things in that sense. Maybe if you want to say that that's control, and I think he wants to go to New York. He would love to go to the New York Jets. I think that'd be a great spot for him. I think Zach Wilson would make him utilize him properly. The Jets have ties to the Niner offense and how they could potentially use Debo. It makes sense. So the Jets are a likely landing spot. Obviously, the Jets are the most likely landing spot. I don't think the Packers are as likely, although they're a great fit, and it makes probably the most sense out of every team in the NFL to give Debo Samuel to Aaron Rodgers. And what a beast would, would, would Debo be. Uh, under the command of Aaron Rodgers, but can you envision the Niners wanting to give this rival that they're worried about facing later the weapon of Debo Samuel? I, I don't think they're going to do it. I think the Jets will make the biggest, most aggressive offer. The Jets will be willing to pay Debo and pay up to get Debo, because think about it from this pers- perspective. If you're the Green Bay Packers, not only do you have to pay Debo an uncomfortable amount of money, right? That's one commitment. That's one kick to the nads right there. But then you also have to give up capital to even get that opportunity. So it's a double whammy right to the nads. Give me a bunch of draft value. And we're talking first rounders, multiple first rounders, whatever. And then you got to pay this man a massive contract. What teams are willing to do that? New York Jets are probably most likely. Um, There's talk about the Lions. There's talk about the Packers. There's talks about... uh, uh, those are pretty much the, the top teams. Jets, Lions, Packers, I think, right now that people are kicking around. Some people have said Arizona. Uh, you know, Arizona does have the 23rd overall pick, but I don't think you're trading interdivision and sending Debo Samuel to the Cardinals. So uh, put that one to bed. But but Kyler Murray, 
on track. Kyler Murray's on track, doing good things right now. I'm actually impressed with the way Kyler's carrying himself currently. Uh, this is Tariq. 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 Hey, Smitty, it's Tariq. Happy Friday. I know we've been talking about the Tebow Samuel saga for the last few days. Uh, Rap Sheet was on the Pat McAfee today, and he said that more or less that Debo insisted to get traded rather than to get an offer from the 49ers. So at this point, do you think he's playing hardball or just trying to get attention to get a contract extension, or does he really want to get traded to another team? Thanks, pal. So, my, my, again, my sum total reaction is that Debo is positioning himself to get a new deal, sure. But is he fed up with wanting something that's not there? Like, this is imaginary, guys. There's no offer waiting for Debo in a Niners uniform right now. Like, the Niners could come to the table the next couple days and get something done to fix the problem. But that's new. That's from here on. That's the Niners reacting from today on. That is not the Niners position that, that they've been holding like the media is painting so don't come to me and say smitty niners just offered debo a deal they inked it you were wrong they've been wanting to pay him the whole time don't come to me and say that because that's not the case if the niners react it's because of all of this right now there has been no stance of we're ready to make debo samuel one of the highest paid wide receivers in the league i don't believe that that has been the stance that's my opinion i could be wrong but I don't think I am because there's too much historical trending to suggest that the Niners were doing it the Niner way. Maybe they change it up to fix this problem, but the Niners should be ashamed of themselves for not taking care of a running back slash wide receiver that really was getting paid and asked to do one of those positions, a wide receiver, but he did two of them. He played two roles for you. It's like having a manager of a restaurant go over and manage an entirely different restaurant for you and manage and do two jobs for you and literally go to that person at their year-end review and say to them, hey, I know you you actually managed two restaurants when we hired you to do one. We'll go ahead and give this a look in four, five, six months from now. But we're not going to give you an extension or give you better pay or help you out. That is what it's like. The Niners dropped the ball. I'm tired of everybody blaming Debo Samuel because Debo Samuel's fed up and wants to get out now. He wants to get out now because there's no offer. It's a phantom offer. I haven't seen it until the Niners come out and say, we're trying to offer him a deal and he keeps walking away. And even then, it's still explainable because he's tired of it. He's tired of waiting. You heard the man on the phone call with A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown said, I'm getting $20 million a year offers from the Titans, which is too low. And Debo says, his response is, I'm not even getting an offer. I'm not even getting an offer. Kevin says, first timer, love the show. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin drops a, a super chat the first time he comes around. That's what I'm talking about, Kevin. Take a healthy lap, Kevin. This is for your own good. Take it, Kevin. Take a lap. boy, Kevin. Kevin's the man of the hour. Although, Niner by nature is definitely, uh, needs to be talked about as the, the, the subscriber of the hour with the 110 super chat in one live stream leading the year so far 
And Niner by Nature put a comment up earlier saying, I dare you. Niner by Nature, repeat your comment, and I'll put it up on screen. But Niner by Nature is challenging somebody to knock them off of the 110 spot uh, in one one, uh, live stream. Kevin, appreciate your super chat. Appreciate you. Bell ring, we trade Debo to KC, let's go. Bell ring, I'll go ring the bell. You want me to ring the bell? Let's go ring the bell. Maybe we need to do that at every super chat. You guys want me to ring the bell during every super chat? Might not be able to do it at night with Miss Mitty uh, sleeping so nearby. I built this studio very, very close uh, to uh, to the the domicile, and so we'll ring the bell during the day show during any super chat. Uh, we got we got a two more. We had who super chatted? We had. Uh, Terry Roberts with the two bucks super chat. Terry, appreciate you, good buddy. Terry's the man. Jose with a super chat. And Spacula with a super chat. And then Kevin with a first time viewing super chat. What a beast. That's two more. That's two more. Three more. Spacula, Terry, Kevin. And who? Jose. Out of broskies. Where are we at? Terry says, welcome. Okay, let's go back to the voicemails. Oh, I'm sorry. I got mock draft on there. Oh, don't want to excite you guys. Voice mails. Voicemails. Tariq. Hey, Smitty, it's Tariq. Uh, what's your thoughts on Chris Carson? Do you think his career is pretty much done and Rashad Penny is going to be the lead back? Or what do you think is a chance coming back in 2022 and splitting carries with Rashad Penny? Thanks, pal. I think it's Penny's job. Chris Carson is done to me. Chris Carson's done to me. You got, you got When you got spine and back issues, man, that you can't come back hey, from Smitty, that. Hey, what do you think of Earl Thomas trying to make a comeback after two years of not playing? Earl Thomas? After, holy sh... Okay, guys. Niner by Nature just got knocked off. Niner by Nature just got knocked off. By Michael from accounting. Michael says, I did the reporting. I compiled the TPS reports. We have an excess fund of $199 petty cash that I can remove and give to Smitty and write off for tax purposes. So here you go, Smitty. Here's a $199 spot. Michael from accounting calculated $199 was expendable from the petty cash fund. Unbelievable. And Niner by Nature dropping a hundo after Niner by Nature dropped a 20 spot. And Big Dogs dropping the 499 in the middle after Terry, Spacula, Kevin, and Jose all dropped biscuits all over the place too. Niner by Nature says thank you, Michael, and dropped $100 to say thank you to Michael. I... 
I don't understand what's even going on here. Niner by nature, appreciate you. No, this is not 20 million, but I'm trying to help you feed your family. Someone please top my super chat, said Niner by nature. And then Michael says, Notre Dame grad and super CPA makes it rain. (laughs) Oh, man. Appreciate you guys. You guys rock. Niner by nature, thank you so much. CPA, my CPA, Michael CPA, you're the man. Big Dog says, LOL, not going to let this man out. Super chat me. Big Dog dropping the four ninety nine. Appreciate you, Big Dog. You guys are get, you guys are getting out of control. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Let me ring that bell. You got like five bell rings right there. Five bell rings. Not only that, I get to get up and get exercise. I appreciate you. The what did what did the Bruce's question even say? I'm sorry. What do you think of Earl Thomas? Oh, Earl Thomas. Yeah, prediction. Earl Thomas. Earl Tom. Oh, we got to change this at the top. Niner by nature was was there for a nice little rain at a 110 spot, uh, but Michael. Michael. KCPA with the 199. Unreal. I once sent a $300 super chat on another channel when I was drunk, said Mike. (laughs) Mike, go see what's in the fridge. (laughs) Go see what's at the bar. Earl Thomas, prediction, Earl Thomas with the Rams. Earl Thomas signs with the Rams. Get ready, Bruce. Hey, Smitty, I know we all talk about Elijah Mitchell and how high we are on him in the 49ers backfield. What about Trey Sermon? I'm really high on him, and you can get him super late. What about you? I do like Trey Sermon a lot this year. He looks very quick and agile in practice. Of course, we're going to be cautious with him, right? We don't want to have too high of expectations for a guy that's not even going to get guaranteed touches or a lot of guaranteed touches. They do use a one-two punch in San Francisco. Definitely feels like they're going to probably approach that. Uh, that they'll try and do that in 2022. But, uh, I, you know, I, I think he's very, very good late, like you said. Getting him late is the key. Getting him late is the key. Uh, Niner by Nature says, should I still be in the lead, right? on the year uh yeah we could try we're so this is on a sum total on a show but we we can try and calculate the year as well so on the year um what would that make you you have calculate it for me and tell me niner by nature what you have and i'll put you in the lead i'll put two yearly and then single show super chatter good 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 thinking niner by nature who's in the lead for the year who's in the lead for a single show uh calculate it and drop it for me This one is by Corey. Hey, Smitty. Love the show. Keep up the great content. Had a quick question about my Dynasty League trade that I made a couple weeks ago. I traded Deshaun Watson and Devontae Adams. I received the second, the first pick in the second round, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, and Antonio Gibson. I'm a little worried with the whole A.J. Brown situation. I'd like him to stay in Tennessee with him being the number one option. 
I gotta hear this again. So Watson and Adams. Uh, let's go ahead and, and close all this out, and let's let's put this trade on here. So Watson, Adams, for it didn't sound good at the top, but let me hear it again. Received the second, the first pick in the second round, AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts. And Antonio Gibson. I'm a little worried with the whole AJ Brown situation. I'd like him to stay in Tennessee with him being the number one option. Uh, let me know what you think. That was the main selling point in trading Watson and Adams is to get AJ Brown. Let me know your thoughts. Love the show. Mm. Corey, I, I appreciate you loving the show and we love you here. First of all, 2.1 rookie pick or 2.1 like vet pick? I'm assuming it's a I'm assuming it's a rookie pick and it's not that valuable to me, a 2.1. It's okay. It's it's a decent throwing, but I mean AJ Brown, Hurts and Gibby. I I hate to say it, but I feel like I, this could work out. Like it could work out. I mean, Watson I like more than Hurts, okay? But Watson could be suspended a year. So if you if you have a chance to win the bag this year, I can understand why you maybe not want to have Watson. But I'd rather have Watson over Hurts for the long term. But Hurts still has a lot of potential. I think people are way too down on him. But his situation is pretty is pretty bad. Um, Gibby and AJ Brown, Adams. It depends on Gibby. This entire trade revolves around Gibson, and, and kind of Hurts too. But, yeah, I think in the end, it's tough to say that I love it because Gibby's kind of a, an enigma. Um, A.J. Brown I like a lot. Hurts is not that, not that far off from Watson fantasy-wise for this year, but will he even have a job two years from now because they, they literally want to destroy this man in Philly. So it comes down, comes down to Gibby. If Gibby can return to first-round running back value, then then, you know, I think it could be... It could be okay for you, but I think in the my first initial take is that the trade was a it was it was a tough trade to make. I'm not I'm not a super big fan of that that trade. Uh, let me put these super chats back up on screen. Um, Niner by nature with the 19 spot, Michael with the 199, which I, I, I appreciate so much. You guys are awesome. Niner by nature with the with the 99 super chat who leads the the year. Um, Spacula with the 499, Kevin with the two, uh, Jose with the 499, Big Dog dropped the 499, and Terry dropped the two. So appreciate all those super chats. You guys, you guys rock. You guys are awesome. Kevin, Kevin. Hey Smitty, quick question for you, buddy. Um, how high do you project Russell Wilson for his finish this year? I think he's gonna go bonkers this year. Yeah, Russell Wilson top five potential top five potential like after the big guys josh allen burrow herbert mahomes i love russell wilson i love russell wilson's my like if i don't get one of the big dogs like herbert herbert mahomes burrow josh allen if i don't get one of the big four i love waiting for russell wilson i like i like lance too but i love waiting for russell wilson i put a future bet on the on the chargers winning the super bowl and the MVP being um, uh, Herbert, and I put a, a future on the Broncos winning the Super Bowl and Russell Wilson being the 
the NFL MVP. Then think about it. You get traded. Tom Brady traded to the Bucks, wins the championship. The next next year, you have Stafford traded to the Rams. They win a championship. I'm not saying it's going to repeat like that every year, but Russell Wilson traded to Denver. If anybody's going to say, well, he's not going to have continuity or report, explain to me why the two quarterbacks prior, the two championships prior, the two Super Bowl championships prior had quarterbacks that were just new arrivals. You tell me that. You tell me that. Uh, Kevin. Got one more for you, Smitty. Uh, Who's your top five pre-rank post or pre-draft wide receivers coming in? You're talking about rookies, right? Uh, who's your top five pre-rank post or pre-draft wide receivers coming in? So I think you're talking rookies. Uh, my top five rookies coming in are pro. Uh, let me let me pull up my rankings and just go through what I have. Uh, Burks is my number one. I, I like Burks a lot. I think Drake London could be second. I think Jameis Williams could be third, assuming. Jameis Williams gets healthy and all that. So in year one, Jameis Williams will be down. Garrett Wilson, I, I seem to be so low on him. And I understand a lot of people like him. I've got him four. I got him three, four. I got him ahead of Jameis w- Williams in year one as a rookie because Williams tore his uh, 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 ACL. And Alave. Alave and Wilson are like three for me in, re- in redraft or now thinking for dynasty. Like you're thinking now, draft these rookies now. Alave, Garrett Wilson, number three. Uh, Jamison Williams is four, but could be number two or three in a long term. Drake London depends on where he lands. A lot of talent, but he's he needs a special system, I think, to to thrive and, and get the most out of him. Traylon Burks looks like Debo 2.0. I like Traylon Burks a lot. I think Christian Watson could be the surprise. Pickens is pretty good. David Bell's okay. Dotson, um, Sky Moore. There's a lot of good wide receivers. Pickens is kind of a sleeper, but Watson could be that five six or five or Olave could be that five or six guy and both Watson and Olave have like number one or number two upside so it's a it's a unique wide receiver draft class it certainly is deep but it's not it's not as good as previous um you know rookie classes it's going to be very good but it's not elite it's not going to give you a Jamar Chase it's not going to give you um uh It's not going to give you a Justin Jefferson. It might give you... The best way to describe this rookie class is I see a Deontay Johnson level wide receiver or a McLaurin maybe who's like 10. You know, I think McLaurin is 6 to 10, but I mean like right now, the way McLaurin is right now or Deontay is right now, I feel like that's the kind of level of a wide receiver we can get. Uh, another example of like how high these these rookies can climb, and that's still a low end wide receiver one. I'm not saying one of these guys like Alave or uh, Garrett Wilson or whoever you want can't be. Uh, let me throw a name out. Can't be Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen capable, like right around seven to ten, you know. Or you could say where A.J. Brown's been finishing, you know, and A.J. Brown could be top five, but he's always kind of getting hurt and falling out. But, um, you know, I just don't see a Jefferson or Jamar Chase in this group. I just don't. I just don't. Uh, Let's see here.
Let me see if I've got any more voicemails. Okay, I think we're done on those. But appreciate all these super chats today. We've been pretty... You guys have been pretty active in, in, in helping the show out. Appreciate you guys. No mock draft right now. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Uh, Mahomes can't see top five with Juju Hardman, Valdez, Scanling uh, pass at his ADP. Smitty, great question, Michael. Um, I probably would say he's going to get a big weapon. They either trade for DK. Like these wide receivers that are potentially on the move, the four big ones, DK, AJ Brown, uh, Debo and um, and McLaurin, one of those could be in 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 KC, and if they're not, I bet they draft an Alave or they draft a Burks or they draft somebody that's really really decent. So, you know, Swaggy says he's starting to come around on CD Lamb. That's impressive. At a boy, at a boy. Neither by nature. Did you calculate what your total was for the year? Uh, let me see if I found it. Um, I'm sorry. There's a single show. My bad. I'm not sure on the year. I think you were at. Let's let's, let's add it up and tell me if, if there's another number that I'm missing. So it's 20 plus 99 plus uh, 110, and then I think there was like another like 50 in there at least. Does that sound right? If how much how much more am I missing? Uh, and then somebody in here said they're gonna drop 500 some sometime. Who is that? You deserve to have your name put on the screen. Who are you? Who are you? Where are you at and what are you saying? Where is that at? Who said that? I saw it a minute ago. Here it is. Brandon. Brandon. Brandon says, one day I will drop 500, Smitty. Brandon, I'll be waiting for that day, pal. Appreciate you. Sounds right. Okay. So we got the the leader of the year is Niner by Nature. With, uh, what does that add up to? 110 plus 20 plus 99 plus, I think it was like it, plus 60, 289. So Niner by nature has 289. 289. High super chat of the, high super chat. On year is Niner by nature. Boom. High super chat of I single show super chat, Michael. There we go. Okay. 289. There you go. I'm thinking about this upside in this offense, says Swaggy, talking about CD Lamb. I'm very, I've, I like that you come around on CD Lamb. Brandon, I'll be waiting for your 500 spot, pal. Appreciate you regardless. You don't have to drop that. I appreciate you anyway. I would have dropped 500, but I had to pay for trucking school. Yeah, don't, 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 don't drop anything you can't, you can't uh, afford or do in, in, the, in the, the bills that you got. Like, Appreciate you, though. Terry dropping another five spot. Terry says the draft starts Thursday. Stay plugged into Smitty YouTube and IG. Smitty, you're the man. You're the man, Terry. And I'll be live probably during the entire draft on Instagram. 
But more importantly, we'll be I'll be live before and after breaking down all the fantasy values. I'll probably do a wide receiver live stream. I'll probably do a running back live stream. I'll probably do a quarterback live stream. But, you know, maybe we'll brush in the tight ends and quarterbacks together. I'll do an overall, you know, who, what teams benefited the most. We'll do so much stuff after the draft, but we'll definitely do a live show in preparation of leading into the draft. So on draft day, hang with me all day. I'll be jumping back between IG and YouTube. But as long as you're following me on both, you'll know that I'm live and I'll be jumping. So if I'm not live on one, I'm probably live on the other. But follow me all day on Thursday during day one. And we'll, we'll certainly do day two stuff. Trade Debo or keep Debo. It's very, very tough. I, I honestly don't know what the Niners are going to do. I don't know what the Niners are going to do. It's very, very crazy. Um, I think I knocked off one of these super drinks. Okay, uh, that is going to do it for the show today. Um, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Michael, our CPA accountant here on the show. Um, we call him Bob from accounting, Michael from accounting. Michael checked. The petty cash will allow a 199 super chat. Please give Smitty 199. He checked. Michael getting it done appreciate you michael and the niner by nature the highest super chatter on the year with 289 i can't thank you guys enough um everybody else that dropped super chats terry terry dropped two of them niner by nature dropped two of them jose dropped one big dog kevin first time viewer dropped one in spacula if i missed anybody please let me know so i can i can tell you comment i said i i, I reply to every single video uh, or comment on my videos. So if you comment, I will reply to you. every single comment. I will reply. Terry, you don't ever have to give more. I appreciate all that you do. So please don't feel ever obligated. And I appreciate you. Who should the Cardinals take in the draft? Who should they take? They should take one of Kenneth Walker or Brees Hall. Who will they take? That is a great question. Jack says, great show. Thank you, Jack. I appreciate you. Schefter said you can't guard him. I can guard him. Smitty, who, oh, who should the Cardinals take again? Uh, yeah, uh, Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker. Debo and Jimmy for in <laughs> the number six. Debo and Jimmy, I doubt you trade them together, but you never know. Like, could Carolina maybe do it? Like, somebody posed this question, and I laughed at it at first, but then I thought about it. Jimmy and Debo for Christian McCaffrey. And it was like, you know what? <laughs> As much as we doubt McCaffrey, that is still fi a fire wide receiver. It's like the reverse of Debo. It's like a running back that plays wide receiver, and Debo's a wide receiver that plays running back. Like, McCaffrey is the reverse, and while I don't think he'd stay healthy, lay off the Jimmy G $25 million, free up that money, and get Christian McCaffrey. I would, If I was the Niners, I would do that. I would. I mean, I would take the chance on CMC. I probably would. As much as I don't want to admit that I would want to bank on him at any point because he just continues to, to get hurt. But you got to think that if you're the Niners, you do that, right? I mean, how could you not? McCaffrey, you could line up all over the field. You could even use him as a, a more of a wide receiver than a running back. And a lot of people talk about that to keep him healthy anyway. Jimmy G probably better than their starter. Probably, you know, they. I think Jimmy could be the last or second to last starter in the league. I think he's potentially a 20, the, the 33rd or 34th quarterback in the league. I know a lot of people will give me grief for that, but um, that's that. 
trucking. Let's get it. Congrats on the trucking school. Let us know when you graduate. Have you graduated from trucking school? Once you graduate from trucking school, we're throwing a party. Niner by nature. We're throwing a party for you. We'll title the live stream or we'll put it at the top here. Uh, Congratulations. You let me know. Keep me posted on that, please. Cousins top 10 and Justin Jefferson number one wide receiver. I think JJ could be the number one wide receiver. Cousins could flirt with top 10 numbers because... I mean, when when you have a when you have a wide receiver like that, sorry. Uh, when asked who the Chiefs might trade for before this year's draft, uh, Veach jokingly said, "Brett Veach jokingly said Debo Samuel." Um, a tampering fine is probably on the way. Says <laughs> U.S. U Stadium. I I uh. I love Veach. Veachy's awesome. Veachy is a good talent scout for the Chiefs, and uh, wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs made a big play for Debo, or a big play for DK, or a big play for AJ Brown, or a big play for McLaurin. The Chiefs and the Jets and the Packers. Mark my words. Uh, I can't guarantee it, but mark my words. The Packers, the Jets, or the um, Chiefs, one of those two teams, if not two, will acquire a big name wide receiver if a, if a, if one of them is to get moved. I think that those are the likely landing spots. Detroit, I don't know if Detroit's like you think about it. They got the two pick. Why, why trade the two pick for Debo when you can use the two pick? Like I, you know, and and, and they've got like the thirty two pick. I think like so people are saying the two and the thirty two or something for Debo. Why not take? Christian Watson and then take the you know Sauce Gardner or whatever you know if I'm the Lions I'm not taking Debo paying him a bunch of money so Goff can try and throw him the football uh, doesn't make sense to me but but teams that do stuff that don't, doesn't make sense all the time this is where I get my NFL news you and McAfee I appreciate that Bruce I appreciate even being mentioned in the same sentence and you know what we're going to bring this show to the top uh, I believe we're really really going to uh, take uh, take uh, 2022 by storm, and I want to be more thought of as a news, an NFL news channel. Like you know, I I I feel like we, a lot of people put us in a box and they say, "Well, you're a fantasy content creator, or that's a fantasy show." And I don't think we'd ever change the name of it, but maybe we have a a Smitty one, you know, a Smitty NFL show um, on it, or, or or I don't know, because because I, I I honestly think. We 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 do, we would attract a lot more people if if people knew. And I don't want to change anything. I'm not saying we are. We're a fantasy show first and foremost. But if people knew that I cover the NFL news in a way that's not just fantasy, like you could tune in. Like Niner by Nature. This is the first year Niner by Nature is even playing fantasy football. This super chatting monster right here at 289. Niner by Nature has never played fantasy football. This will be the first year. But because we cover the NFL the way we do here, we're an entertaining show. And I think we're truly going to take 2022 by storm. I do ask that everybody here share the show URL. Tell people to go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. It's very easy. Uh, The name of the show.com. And it's very easy to share that with people. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. That will uh, refer them and redirect them right here to the YouTube channel. But if you guys spread the word, the bigger we get, I promise you, 
the more content, the bigger guests, the more enjoyable, the more frequent I will be live, the longer the Monday through Friday show could become. Instead of one hour a day, it could become three. And if you ask me, how is that possible? Um, it's because you start, once you grow big enough, you can stop doing some of the other things that take up a lot of your time because you don't need to do it anymore. You know, like there's a lot of, a lot of stuff I've got to do to keep things moving and things get easier as you get bigger. I promise you the show gets better. So please, the best thing you could do is spread the word and, and tell people about it. Even if you don't want to tell people in your fantasy league, tell people that consume NFL news, tell a a fan of, of, of a Viking fan that wants to come in and hear us talk about Justin Jefferson. Even if they don't play fantasy, we'll be talking JJ up like mad. Uh, Terry says, Niner by nature, you haven't played fantasy yet. Cool. And you're the quad box chat. Yeah, Niner by nature is awesome. Debo to the Patriots and we are winning the Super Bowl, says Tigre. Okay, Tigre. It's possible. I mean, Bill Belichick's good. I, I don't have him winning the Super Bowl, but you know what I mean? Anything can happen. We got you, bro, says Kevin. Appreciate you, Kevin. DK, I don't understand why he doesn't want to leave Seattle. At least Russ wanted to go to a winner. He shuts down reports about trades because he's trying to do it the calm, collective way. Like Pete Carroll praised him and said, that's that's amazing how you've handled this. He, he commended him. Um, they they probably don't. It comes down to the contract. They don't. I don't. I think they probably aren't itching to give him a monster deal and with one year left that's when you look to trade a player to get the most value um jeb says best fantasy football content on youtube hands down thank you jeb appreciate appreciate you and guess what time it is time to go on ig live with my boy raj who just had a birthday yesterday and just hit 180k on instagram going live on instagram right this second so go to Instagram, type in the fantasy football show, and you will see me live in T minus like one to two, three minutes or whatever. Appreciate everybody here. Leave a comment on screen as usual. And as you know, we are live Monday through Friday, every single Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Your boy Smitty trying to bring you the most unbelievable and hard hitting NFL news and analysis and fantasy football predictions each and every day. And as we do it, whenever there's breaking news, your boy Smitty goes live. If something big happens, if A.J. Brown gets traded tomorrow, think, where's Smitty? Oh, Smitty's live. If Tom Brady gets traded to the Miami Dolphins tomorrow, think, how do I go find out about that? Oh, I'll go to YouTube. Smitty's live. That's how we roll. Emergency live streams, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern daily shows that's how we do it we mock draft at night maybe we'll get on a mock draft tonight have your notifications on because if we do you'll want to be a part of it thank you uh michael and niner by nature you guys rock in